Non-stop. Non-stop. With Lisa and Jerry. This is our first non-stop episode under quarantine. It is so weird to me already, Jerry. <laughs> Tell listeners where you're recording from. I am actually in my car right okay. now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm on my phone. I'm in my car. I was afraid if I was doing it like on my couch that I would either like lay down and get too cozy or like, I don't know. I, I, I'm too fidgety. I'll be like, I'll be going through my mail talking to you. So I need to like, okay, sit still. Focus. (laughs) Yeah, I tend to pace a lot whenever I talk. I think it's like an anxiety thing or something, and I'll walk around a lot. So um, I'm hunkered down. I'm sitting down in my bedroom, and um, I'm just trying this out, you know, trying to uh, find a new way of recording, not being in the studio, being responsible during this uh, pandemic, right? It's so weird. I know. My neighbors are probably like, what is she doing in the car right now? But whatever. (laughs) Keep on walking. Go home. <laughs> There's so many judgy people out right now. Oh my god! Of gosh. course there are. Of course. Um, um, it, but, it's yeah. crazy. I know, and I do sort of feel like we we should like maybe really quick address the the last episode that we ended up or I ended up pulling down. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we posted this thing before before coronavirus was even like a really that big of a thing, uh-huh. and you know, I was very much like, "This is nothing. Everybody, calm down, shut up." And like, I was totally wrong. But it's kind of hard after you post a podcast because literally hundreds of people heard that, and then uh-huh. it got crazy. I'm like, you know what? I think I better delete that episode. <laughs> yeah, because it it kind of holds it in time, right? Like, we didn't know what it was going to be like. No one knew. No one took it seriously at the beginning. And and so, I did not. yeah, so, you know, we had to forgive ourselves and just let that one go and kind of move forward. Um, and that's why I don't want us to go through a lot of details about the virus, because unfortunately, it's always changing. And even if we said current news right now about it, you know, it could change tomorrow. So I don't want to put that permanently in place. I'd rather just keep things light and talk about fun stuff and, and give our listeners something you know, to relieve themselves and not, you know, worry themselves more. Right. Okay. True. But also like, we're not doctors. We're not, we're, mm-hmm. this is not a news channel. Like right. we're here to goof off. So like, yeah. that's fine. I just felt like I needed to be like, okay, I was wrong really yeah. quick. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. What is, um, um, I got a question for you. What, what's been what? one thing that's helping you get through this quarantine? What's been what, something that's helped you personally? Uh, look, memes, memes are the best thing that have ever been invented. And I (laughs) like at work, they're kind of like, you know, don't be posting that stuff. But I'm like, but memes are the best thing to happen (laughs) throughout this entire, like, uh, epidemic turned, uh, pandemic that like, I'm sorry, the jokes are are so on point. The Mayor Lightfoot things are are killing me. Yes. Like some of them, I don't know who is sitting at home and making these things, but like bravo, because you are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, oh even like I'll post like an older picture with a celebrity, and they put the, the they put the Mayor Lightfoot like on my picture, and like of course they do. Don't be around them, you know. And I'm like <laughs> it's an old picture from years ago, you know. It's just I think the humor that everybody has about this, despite it being a very serious situation, is like I appreciate everybody's jokes. Yeah. Keep them coming. For me, I like my treadmill. Um, <laughs> I am. Getting I love used you, to- honey, because I am only walked from the couch to the refrigerator. Like let. It's not even play. I love my treadmill. I mean, good for you, but like, it's not happening over here. My friend told me yesterday, he said he only, he looked at his Fitbit watch and it said he'd only taken 44 steps the whole day. 
it sounds like my day. I like I, I roll out of bed because now I'm doing the show from home, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to the radio station. I'm rolling out of bed. And, like, the first week, I, like, got up and showered and, like, got cute and stuff because we were doing, like, video conferences or whatever. Yeah. Now, like, it doesn't even happen. Like, it doesn't even happen. I roll out of bed. I go to the couch. I do the show. Uh-huh. And then I stay on the couch for, like, <laughs> ten more hours. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I need a treadmill. Maybe it's a good idea. Well, I didn't say I use it every day. Um, I just, it's oh. nice that it's there. <laughs> it's an option, right? Right. Like, nice little coat rack. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, for the laundry, you hang the laundry. <laughs> um, okay, so we got an, I got a new coronavirus uh, segment. What's in your refrigerator currently? My, oh, my fridge? Yeah. First of all, get out of my business, Jerry. <laughs> Close the door. My, right, my, oh, God, my fridge is, you know, I've been so weird about food, like, altogether, if I can just say that. Because, like, normally we go out to eat or I get takeout or whatever. Um I haven't so much been obviously wanting other people to like touch my food and stuff, uh-huh. but then I did like what two weeks of frozen pizzas and junk food and stuff. Like yeah. right now I have salads and I have like three days worth of like juicing, like a juice cleanse, Oh, which is, but I just, I won't eat it. Like I'm not drinking it. Like today <laughs> I should have started it. Like I told myself, like you're going to get up, you're going to do day one and just, you know, you'll make it through. Because I've done them before. They're not bad, whatever. Uh-huh. But I just don't want to do it. Like, I've already had, like, macaroni and cheese today. <laughs> Have you? Off yeah. breakfast? I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, you know, and, I, and I, I'm Mr. Chicken Nuggets, you know? Like, I, you know, I was raised on comfort food, and I don't cook. And it's almost triggering to see everyone's posts about, you know, their great food they're whipping up in their house. And I'm going, um, I just made a macaroni, you know, and cheese, or I just made a... A hot dog. Like, I'm like... <laughs> well, that's where I'm at. Like, I made a grilled cheese, and I felt like a gourmet. I was like, look <laughs> at me not burning anything. Uh-huh. This is huge. Yeah. So, it's like, I, I'm i with you on that. I'm kind of like... I, like, I'm still eating protein bars. Uh-huh. Like, just... Like, I'm home. Lisa, turn on the stove. But, like, I just don't. So, I just... Well, I'm not going to have another protein bar. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, I should work on that. That's just something I should, like, strive to improve upon, but... Uh-huh. Um, I'm I'm not going to. I'm not even going to drink that juice either, let's be honest. Well, you know, I think it's also interesting, and I want to kind of make this point, is, you know, you've still been working, and I've been laid off. So uh-huh. we're coming at things from two different really important perspectives because, you know, half the world is still working, and then half the world is laid off. And, you know, not, you know, the exact numbers, but, you right. know, it's it's a difficult time for people in both, you know, both situations, right? Well, yeah, I would think so. I mean, not being able to go to work, especially for people that had jobs, had good jobs for a long time, and now they now they can't go into work. Like, that, that's got to be terrible. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, I can't even complain that, like, okay, it's ten times harder for me to do what I do from home. Like, yeah. it's, so, it's so many more steps. Mm-hmm. Everything is so much more involved. But, like, I can't complain about that, because at least I'm, I'm able to do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard for some employers, too, especially when companies that have been around a long time, it's hard for them to, you know, understand their employees are working from home and sometimes they're working longer, but they're just not used to that whole concept yet, you know? Well, and I also think, and not just for for my situation, but a lot of people that I know who are doing the work from home thing, Mm -hmm. like your boss knows you're there. 
Yeah. He knows you're not like, oh, sorry, I had a family party today or whatever. Like, he knows you're there. He knows he, you have your email attached to you. Like, they just don't leave you alone. <laughs> I'm kind of like, oh, my God, it is Sunday. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, so, right. like, I, I kind of get that, too. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, though, that some of us that aren't working, it's hard to tell what day it is, what time it is. We're sleeping differently now. Like, I'm hearing from all different kinds of people about they're getting up at all different hours, and then it's just real wonky if you're not. You know, well, it. yeah, it's throwing everybody off their routines. And, mm-hmm. and it's funny that you say that because even our morning show at the mix is, um, you know, Eric's staying on an hour into my show just oh. because everybody is moving later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people aren't sitting in traffic at the same times they used to or whatnot. So everything is getting thrown off. And that is going to include work hours and sleep and definitely, I mean, the food, come on. Like it is like, I'm not, I'm not eating anything where I would normally be like having my, my meals or whatever. Like I am all thrown off. I have no routine. Yeah. I think, um, I was talking about radio, you know, to friends too. And they were also like, well, everyone's listening to the radio. This should be a hot time. You know what? I think so many of us are just trying to be the, be the mainstays, be the thing that keeps people in their routine, which is why it's Mm -hmm. so important that like, I'm still on the air every day because like for someone that's trying to maintain a routine, like they're used to me being there. So like I I have to be there. Yes. And the new normal is going to be changing. And uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the rest of the year pans out and all that. I just want to go to a concert again. I'm like, I just want to go to a concert again, please. I know. But what if we don't have concerts like that again? It turns into something else. How dare you say that to me out loud? I can't believe you just said that to me. I'm trying to prepare you for the worst. You know, and well, I'm not, I am not ready for that kind of conversation at all right now. I'm, okay. I'm choking on my own rage right now. <laughs> we are, are going to have concerts again. We have to. Well, luckily we're we spaced to. really far apart, so you can't run over here and strangle me for even saying I know. That. I mean, it crossed my mind. It crossed my mind, honey. Well, you are in your car, so <laughs> just rev it up. Come over here and try to. Also, <laughs> I have to tell you that because I am sitting out on the street right now, uh-huh. um, that there is a guy who has gone around the block already. He's just carrying two dumbbells and he's just walking. He's, he must be doing laps or something. But I'm like, hi, if he's gonna comes around again, he's gonna be like, what are you doing? Oh my god! And I'm like, he knows I live here, so I'm just like, I'm just sitting in my car. <laughs> well, Don't worry about it. that's another thing too is the whole interacting with neighbors kind of thing. Uh, you know, a couple of days ago it was really nice outside and everyone opened up their houses to get fresh air, and this neighbor of mine started blasting classical music across the courtyard and all of us were coming outside like what is that what are you doing and then finally somebody from the other balcony was like can you turn that down like they you know screamed at him to turn it down uh because it was you know even even if you like classical music it was just i was gonna say that sounds like it would be wonderful but maybe that's just not you know not everybody likes it and it's just kind of you know everyone has different tastes i mean if he was blasting you know heavy metal i mean is that oh i'd be the first one over there (laughs) garbage what is this garbage turn this down yeah yeah um what has been a good uh, distraction for you during this this time has there been a tv show that you really liked or the tiger king look i am now obsessed with joe exotic like the rest of america is that not the craziest (laughs) like you're not (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so tell people if they haven't watched the Tiger King what it's about. Oh my gosh. How do I In a nutshell. I, okay, in a nutshell, the Tiger King is about a private zoo owner mm-hmm. who is obsessed with big cats, mm-hmm. um, as in like tigers and lions, oh my. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, I think there's some drug abuse. Um, he has two husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a murder for hire plot. There's yeah. like so much going on on this show. And I can't even believe like this is happening. Like this is a whole like subculture of cat people to like the biggest degree. I just can't even believe it. It's just this gun-toting, foul mouth, bad attitude, but like still sort of likable in like the weirdest way. I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, so it's a seven-part Netflix show that debuted right when people were, you know, stuck inside, so they had a captive audience. I was all over it. You're the one, I think, who told me to watch it. Wasn't it you? Yeah, I had a feeling about that when it was going to be big, and then it was bigger than I mean it's still going on there's so many updates after the seven episodes and now a new episode coming out on Sunday um, with just updates and interviews but the stories are just getting wilder and wilder I mean today I just learned that Joe Exotic um, you know the the gay zookeeper has a son from a previous marriage of course he does of course he does that guy gets around <laughs> yeah and so this son is like 38 years old and even worked in the park but they just didn't have that they didn't have room to fit it in the dock so I think there's going to be a season two of this thing and it's just going to keep going sign me up sign me up <laughs> it's, it's been a great distraction I mean honestly because it's crazier than than anything and, and it's so funny when some of my friends are like well you know there's really people like that and I'm like I'm from Oklahoma. I was born there, and my relatives are very similar to some of these characters. No. Are you serious? My Uncle Joe doesn't have teeth. I mean, (laughs) mean, not because of meth, because he just never brushed his teeth and they fell out. Um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. My family, like, they they may be Southsiders, but, like, you know, I think we're all sort of, like, have, like, a hillbilly gene. Mm -hmm. Like, in my family, we just do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I I get that side of it, but, like... No meth, no. I mean, like, we're gun-toting, <laughs> I guess. But like, but, like, we're not, like, meth addicts have no teeth. Like, I don't know. These guys were, I mean, <laughs> I just well, can't believe this. It's not a competition, though. You don't have to compete with the Tiger King. <laughs> you don't have to own a zoo. But, right, there's similarities maybe people can see in their own families. I mean, I was raised, you know, in the South and, and have had crazy relatives from Oklahoma that have done all kinds of stuff. Um, so, you know. Yeah, but don't you think I have to ask you this as like a, and don't be offended, but I need to know. Go ahead. For, okay, for real, because this is going to be like a gay question. Okay. Like, is going with the, I realize that there are stereotypes of all kinds, but like mm-hmm. the, everything that Joe Exotic is, like with the guns and the murder and the blowing things up and all this, like mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem to me that he, that would be a gay guy. Like mm. at all, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would think. I don't know. In my mind, I just feel like gay guys are so much more refined. Than right. I think you're thinking of. You might be thinking of the New York art dealer gay or the hairstylist. But um, it's, oh, it's, it's it's definitely stereo- it's stereotyping, and and we all do it. And I mean, I get that. It's not you know that's not offensive or anything. It's just how we you know we view certain people, and there is all types. You know, there it's just it, it's. 
maybe that's good and eye-opening for a lot of people to see someone like Joe Exotic, but I don't think he's a great example of the gay community. No, 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 me either. I was just more shocked, but I mean, I was, I was also more shocked that, like, you know, he has multiple husbands and yeah. that his husbands are, like, 30 years younger than he is. I mean, I, the whole thing was shocking. I guess it's not just that. Well, um, and, and, the, and the whole community is represented uh, in the show pretty well uh, because, obviously, those guys that were his husbands, some of them were straight, some of them were bisexual, you know, he lures them in with drugs and does all, and you know, his notoriety. And so there's all of that mixed in. Then there's also a trans person uh, in the documentary. That's very interesting. And um, Oh, was that Saf with the yes. arm? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know what, though? I really thought it was kind of sweet that after that whole thing happened, mm-hmm. like, Saf got back to work and was just kind of like... You know, trying to, like, more protect the tigers than even, you know... Mm Yeah. worry about themselves like that. I was just kind of like, wow. Yeah, that, um, yeah, he's actually a, a very sweet person, wants to go by pronouns. They said so they misgendered him in the documentary. And um, Did you hear me, like, be so careful about my pronouns? I'm like, what, <laughs> do, I, what do I say? What do I say? I was like, themselves? Right. I'm, I'm trying, man. Yeah. Yes, very good. Thank very you. Good, very Thank good. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Carol is definitely cashing in. <laughs> oh, Carol Baskin. You know what? Let yeah. me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think she murdered her husband and and fed him to the tigers or buried him on the property? And we're not doing a slander thing, Carol. We don't have any money. (laughs) Don't come after us. Before you get your your team of lawyers on us, like, you know, we're not, we're just asking for, you know, opinion. Curiosity's sake. Yeah. Uh, Well, I will say that it's being, you know, the case has been opened up, right? It's like a lot of these documentaries has brought this big attention. And Wait, they're opening up that case? Oh, yeah. They're already starting investigating her. No. Yes, because the, you know, the court of public opinion is all about this. And this has brought, it's just like uh, R. Kelly documentary. It's bringing in attention to it and they start investigating again. Ooh, and, and So she it could be in possible hot water. Uh, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. Uh... I'm trying to think how I came away from it. A lot of people came away from that documentary just convinced that she's guilty. But I don't, I'm so on the fence with it because there's something fishy. Okay. She's way too smug. She is way too smug right now. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And she knows how to manipulate the system, obviously, and uh, was big on social media, huge before. you know, social media was a thing. She was already, you know, hey, you cool cats and kittens, you know, and already had a big presence online. And so she's doing that again. And uh, so she's going to be making some money off of it. The Big Cat Rescue, you know, is shut down right now. And uh, because of all this, you know, the the epidemic and everything. But I actually went down there. I told you about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I went down, I went down to Florida to check it out. And I remember seeing the, the, the tigers were in cages far away from people and they were small cages from what I saw. I didn't see them getting treated really special or like, you know, I think the whole idea was to make this thing, uh, you know, to focus on the animals being mistreated and it's instead all about the characters. Yeah, but also like when they showed anything on her grounds, mm-hmm. they don't ever really show a lot with the animals. Mm-hmm. You never really see anything. You see people like waiting in line to get in and you see her like videotaping herself. They don't really ever show you too much with the animals there. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't trust her. (laughs) Well, the story is going to keep going on. And uh, I I, 
it's, it's a wonderful distraction. There's so much to it that uh, we can talk about. You know, Britney's snake, Michael Jackson's alligators, um, you know, Kim Kardashian. There's there's all kinds of craziness going on and that I couldn't even include in there. So, you know, we're, I think we're all ready for season two already. Good, good. Make it happen. Especially, and I'm sorry, that Doc Ansel character with his, like, harem of wives, too. He's got, like, uh-huh. all these different wives. And they're, like, young girls. And, like, he makes them get implants and all this. I'm kind of like, what is happening? Like, what is happening in America right now? It's just so weird. Yeah, that definitely bothered me. People that are animal lovers were definitely taken advantage of and working these long hours. And just because they loved animals and want to be part of working in a zoo and, and all and that. And Carol said that, too. She wasn't even going to pay him because she's like, you can get him to do it for free. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> kidding me right now? With your weird husband singing you a song on the back porch. You guys are weird. Pay people who work for you. Yeah. Like, if people are working, you pay them. I'm sorry. I will, like, pay my nephew to, like, wash my car. Like, pay him, okay? Yeah. Like, you pay people when they do work for you. Sorry, I got really upset at Carol Baskin for a second there. I'm going to pull it back. Well, everybody has. I mean, I've, I've seen people ranting about it. and you know, Free so. Joe Exotic. Yes. Yeah, well, we'll see. You know, he's trying to get a pardon right now. He's loving the attention from what I've heard in the of jail. Of course he is. He of is so he excited. Is. He's been wanting to be this famous his whole life life and um oh, we didn't even talk about the singing aspect oh my there. gosh the videos the music video is already i can't even i'm like what is happening that's why i couldn't stop watching it yeah like, this is so bad it's good right well and then obviously he's not singing he's only singing a little bit over the top of it so they couldn't go into the whole thing that these were not that's not really him singing uh because we all know that when he sang at his one husband's <laughs> funeral we were like well that that's not your real voice Joe Exotic obviously because the real one I was like okay that's not bad when he's singing this I saw a tiger song I'm like you know what he's got got a pretty decent voice (laughs) that is not you and then he was speaking voice and it's totally different right like you are not fooling anybody I love your music video but you ain't fooling nobody he was probably inspired by Milli Vanilli back in the day <laughs> He's totally. like, I can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, on that note, we should wrap up this episode. But I think <laughs> next episode we could do some follow up with other great shows to watch and fun stuff for uh, people to do while they're trapped at home. Okay, give me some homework. You have any homework you want to give me? Uh, we'll we'll, um, we'll discuss that on the side. I think. Ooh, okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, maybe come up with some like fun games. Maybe some people could play. That'd be a good one. Okay. Yeah. Or something. I mean, I got nothing else going on, so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, we want to tell everyone, you know, have a great Easter. You know, stay indoors, take care of yourselves, and and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for nonstop, and we'll see you soon. Nonstop, nonstop with Lisa and Jerry. Put the power of podcasting to work for your business. You can be part of this podcast and reach potential customers inside every episode. To advertise your product or service by sponsoring this podcast, send us an email to podcast at hubbardradio.com now.